This is the Prehensile and Gretel Show, and thank you for tuning in. Lots of things to talk about this time, most of it centering around what, Rita? Food, Phil. Let's do it. Yippee! I was sniffing my microphone. How does it smell? Like nothing. Really? Yes. It's neutral? Yes. What would you prefer your microphone to smell like? Lemons. Why lemons? Because they are perky. Perkier than a lime? I don't know. I think that a lemon is more bracing than a lime, unless you get lime zest, in which case the lime zest is quite quite bracing. But lemons, I think, have less of a um, uh, a coddling effect. Lemons are more slap you in the face than limes are. Limes are just like these really friendly, yummy fruits. And, and lemons are like, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> Wake up, damn it. So... I... I never thought of lemons and limes as having personalities, but that works for me. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know. Lemons seem like they belong in tea, you know, like to wake you up. And and a lot of people drink like lemon and water in the morning. And that's like kind of this cleansing wake up thing. And and just lemons have always seemed a little more acidic, a little more wake up to me. They're kind of neutralizing too, in a way. Like if your hands have something on them that you don't want, you can always rub them in lemon juice. And while any open cuts might suffer, you have um, that fresh feeling and that scent of fresh laundry if you use lemon scented laundry detergent. And lemons also can bleach things if you put lemon on your hair or you put lemon on like white stained white clothes and then leave them out in the sun they that bleaches them so it's lemon has this purging quality people used to do that too they would put lemon in their hair and then go out and they'd get the highlights i did that yeah i did that i was very sun-kissed for a long time (laughs) and then i got tired of doing it with actual lemon so i bought like real lemon and it still worked sadly it wasn't about freshness. It was about acidity. So. I guess it was about a real lemon, though. Yeah, a real So that lemon. tested the theory. It wasn't just chemical, manufactured, high production volume, you know, chemicals turning into, you know, lemon. I think that's exactly what it was about. You think? Yeah. It wasn't real lemon? No. Okay. No was, offense to the real lemon people. Yeah. You know. We love real lemon. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm. Have it all the time. Sure, it was delicious stuff. That was the one in the plastic uh-huh. lemon. Well, correct? they actually—I bought it in a big old bottle. Oh, really? Big old glass bottle. Yeah, because if you wanted more than just the squeezy uh, plastic yellow lemon, you could get it in a bottle. Because hmm. I was using copious amounts of it on my hair. <laughs> I never went through that phase. No, you're a boy. Yeah, well, although I'm sure. Well, there were boys who had bleached blonde hair but that was from the surf and the sun we were told at any rate i'm thinking of you vince van patten (laughs) who's now like sex 65 you said sex though i i did say i meant to say 70 and then i said 60 at the same time so it came out sexty (laughs) i didn't vince van patten vince van patten 
Uh, what's his face? Van Patten's son. I'm, I'm really learning a lot here about you. Things um, I never knew. But that's what learning is, right? Well, no, I, didn't I mean, know that I, before. Didn't, I didn't think he was quite fetching or anything. He was just one of the ones with that blonde hair. And it was like we were told in Tiger Beat magazine that he was surfing and playing tennis. So, you know, these are the things, these are the mindless, trivial bullshit things that are in my head. What, what's today's modern Tiger Beat magazine? Is there one or is I it think just there internet still is shit? a Tiger Beat. But the, yeah, there is. It's internet. It's all internet. It's like, you know, TMZ and all that bullshit. It's it, That's what Tiger Beat is now. But I think there still is a Tiger Beat magazine. And it's like all One Direction and um, Justin Beaver. Bieber. What's his name? Beaner. Beaner. It's a soothing name. It is. In our in our in my teenage they used to call um I think barbiturates were beans. I don't know, I never took them. But I know that people used to talk about taking beans and you know, oh, she's on beans, man. <laughs> and I'm like, "What? She ate?" That's beans? one I'm not sure I've ever heard of. Yeah, beans. It was beans, and I'm pretty sure it was bar- barbiturates which meant downers, right? Yeah. So they were on, you know, secondal. Phenobarbital. Two and all. Is phenobarbital a downer? Yeah. Because I, I, I had allegedly to, I had to take phenobarbital in the past for something. So um, I don't recall it making me down. I but I recall it making it really hard to think. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe it was down. Yeah, that's what. Um, that's what. Uh, that's Abby what Valium Hoffman, does to me. That's what Abby Hoffman died on was phenobarbital. No, actually, it's Darvon. Darvon used to when you could get Darvon, that used to make me feel like my brain was disconnected from the skull cavity. Uh-huh. You know, remember last episode we talked about uh, the geology of the cranium? Yes, indeed. This was this disconnected, and I could move my head around, and I felt like my brain was lagging behind. The movement of my head. Liquor does that to me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, uh, Darvon makes me barf. Yeah. Because I had a surgery once, and and that's what they put me on, and it just made me barf. Like, barf. Yeah. Seriously, seriously barf. To the point where it wasn't relieving any pain. It was causing more pain. Yeah, that happened with me and um, Darvoset. Oh, that's what it was. It was Darvoset. Darvacet is not good. I'm wrong. Um, I was, thought I was going to die. From yeah, that it was Darvacet, and it made me barf like no one's business. Hmm. But my grandmother used to take Darvon all the time. My grandmother, my happy grandmother. Were they pink? Uh, yes, they were. Not that I'd know. <laughs> she used to take them, and just no wonder she was hammered all the time. She was taking Darvon all sure. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you had heart problems in the '60s, what they gave you was Darvon, basically, <laughs> or at least that's what she said they were for. Yeah. Well, she had had strokes and heart problems, and you name it. So, uh, so she was happy on Darvon. So she was hammered basically all the time. That that explains a lot. <laughs> that explains a lot about my grandmother. Yeah, well, I think all grandmothers can be 
uh, challenging. Well, no, you either, I think... You either love them and you adore them and you think about all the wonderful things that they did or you think about all the craziness and, uh, you know, it, it helps explain your family. It helps explain my family for sure. But my, I, I don't know, my grandma was crazy and I always knew she was crazy. I mean, it was never a question in my mind. It was like, yeah, she's crazy, but what of what she's saying is actually true? Because I knew like 90% of it wasn't from a very early age. <laughs> but, but you know, then it was like, well, okay, so what is she saying that actually has some merit here? And, um, you know, I know she really cared for me. And I know that, you know, she was looking out for me. But I knew she made shit up, dude. You know, she she lied to me about, you know, our past and all kinds of stuff. and And therefore your future. Yeah. And she had all kinds of stories about her past that I wonder what are true and what aren't. Although I would imagine, knowing her, that a lot of them were true. Like shooting the guy and... <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Shooting a guy, a, a kid in the pants when he was... Um, I'll shoot you in the pants. i shoot you in the pants if you're going to whitewash that fence. And I always thought that that was taken from Mark Twain somehow. But I think it was probably really about her life because her mom was locked up in a booby hatch so no offense to the boobies or the hatches <laughs> so i have something to look forward to i mean there could be seeds of excitement yes uh, in, you in our future that, that might uh, but unfold. she died not too long from where i am now so you wouldn't have too much more to worry about she died yeah you're not too crazy yet no it's well, pretty amazing yeah i am well, I'm plenty crazy, but it's you at least have the key to my crazy because you understand it. So it's all good. I adore it. I've been getting some really cool email lately. Awesome. It's uh, it's spam, actually, but I get tons of it. And I was so good. My email address had it was pure. I had no spam at all I for years. And then somehow I got on some list. I don't know how it happened, but now I get tons of fucking bullshit all the time. And you can spend your whole day just creating one rule after another, kill this, kill this. If it has this topic in it, kill this, you know, and, and they just keep changing, you know, mutating the topics every day. And one, it's the same one crap. minuscule thing that, that, that usurps your, uh, your, uh, filter and, and then they get through. I know. And so they've been getting through and I've given up and now I just delete them, but I've taken to looking at them in a little bit more detail and I have discovered, uh, and I'm not the first, this is not the first to discover this, but, um, hidden in a lot of these emails is, um, just weird text and statements and words. I wonder how much in common they have with the disclaimers on TV commercials. None. I bet there's a lot the same. Well, the disclaimers on TV commercials are, you know, I think partially just there as entertainment and then, so that we can laugh and say, am I supposed to read that in three seconds? Well, it's, it's kind of like those, uh, Chuck, what's his face? The guy who was in a fight with Charlie Sheen. It's, it's like, uh, Chuck Lorre, uh, his calling cards. I, I look at those the same as disclaimers and, and how much of that has anything to do with this because it's all 
Well, the Chuck Lorre thing isn't gobbledygook, but the disclaimers are legal gobbledygook. And so this, I would imagine, is also gobbledygook. The, the, well, they serve different purposes. The disclaimers on television commercials are there so that they can say, we told you. We told you. Yeah. We told you that, you know, even though this is the way we're picturing, you know, what you can do with this vehicle, we don't recommend you do this. Yeah. And even we're though showing we're, you driving sideways through the rain on the desert. And it, we want you to use that image to buy the car and you know to to drive you to buy the car to have that desire but don't drive it that but way don't do it yeah. we warned you no shame 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 so um in the spam emails all of this um additional crap as i understand it is there to help fool the spam filters so it provides a ton of words that aren't viagra by Russian bride. Russian brides, all of that crap. And so then the ratio of non-spam words to spam words is okay, and it passes through some of the spam, spam filters. Spam filter. Obviously, it's getting through mine, but I just haven't decided to make this, you know, an avocation yet where I do nothing but try and destroy spam. Ah, Boris, tell Natasha. I wanted to share with you some of the interesting stuff that came um, in an email about, uh, it's from, uh, Do tell. sent to me by Survive End Days. Okay. And the, the headline is, Putin forewarns. Obama will not finish his second term. And it's ah. got a bunch of shit. And, and you know, everything is uh, click here, click here, and unsubscribe here, and it's all the same um, place. But deep inside buried is some really cool stuff, and I wanted to share with you. Is that okay? Can it's I, please may read. May I read this to you? Young man. I think it's kind of exciting. It's most enjoyable. I was thinking of maybe making a play out of this. He's good. And, and sending this in, like, you know, send it to Los Angeles, and maybe somebody would find it and turn it into a movie. Most excellent. Are you please, ready? Please read. Are you ready? Yes. Stumbled Porter Blue with recent... Without sauce, late, Austin, last along main clean flab. <laughs> Attention beyond seemed perfect. Decent news, quiet, something Monday, here near takes travel, used, it, first dating, thus tasted different. Good, local performance, Chicago wine, life you got, variety front any undulating sands ingredients. Heard selection, quick orders, morning lingerie, rest enough. We fair right pulled wall friend needed heaven edge, exceptional burgers, street. Many survival prepared, give niece, Christmases did pork. <laughs> and maybe I'll continue that next time, but um, I thought that was really um engaging there's some inadvertent haiku in there yeah it's kind of interesting we should do a, a, a haiku analysis of that even and even if it isn't an actual haiku it's like it almost um it almost lends itself to the spirit of haiku yeah i i i'm very intrigued by the um the christmas did pork yes um, I, I just, I'm going to be thinking about that a lot. Oh, here's more about before enjoy filet. Let hostess stop saw finally spoof say young. You know, I say that all the time. Homeboy, eye color. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Recommend brunch atmosphere. Their balls chain man. <laughs> Their balls chain man. <laughs> Waiter buffet does mushrooms. <laughs> Yeah, I've lived through that. Yeah, I know, I've known some waiters <laughs> that have apparently been uh, doing mushrooms and serving them as well. Yes, I I understand that. I know people who've done those things. Yeah. Not that I'm naming names or anything. Well, and I'm glad you're not. You have to protect their, you know, their past, just like you would expect anybody to not tell tales about you if you didn't give approval. Yeah. Right? Well... Unfortunately, people have told tales on me and uh, stolen it, and there you go. I would never do that to you. No, well. Do you want to look in our box? Sure. Okay, so what this is is... Um, a cigar box. We have a really cool cigar box. It's pure cedar, and we... Uh, it's got a sliding top on it. It doesn't Flor open. de Gonzalez. It's just beautiful. And uh, we filled it with all kinds of little um, slips of paper with words and ideas. And, um, you know, just to see what comes out. He's and opening it now. <laughs> Take one, why don't what, you? Oh, you, you want me to grab this yes. one? Yes. I okay. grabbed the last one, dude. Yeah. Christmas did pork. That was it, closing. Okay, um, vegetarian options. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? What could it mean? Um, when you go to the hot dog place, <laughs> mm -hmm. in an effort to be all-encompassing, they offer a vegetarian option. Which is a boiled carrot <laughs> on a bun. A very, very boiled carrot. With all the fixins. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, in some places, vegetarian options just are never going to be as good. <laughs> like with a hot dog. But there are tofu dogs. And they're not horrible. I've had them. They're not horrible. Oh, come on but now. You've got to love tofu, and I love tofu. I'm a person who loves tofu, so there you go. Some, Not all tofu is equal. No, that's true. Some of it's kind of nasty. And I like to say tofurky. To I Oh, he does love to say tofurky. That's one of my favorite words. Yes, yes. I it's, know it's a brand name and everything, but I just like to say the word tofurky. It's hard to stop him saying tofurky whenever we're in health food store <laughs> be it well and actually this is counting trader joe's as a health food store but when we are in whole foods or trader joe's or fruitful yield or any of the other or, or tofurkey land usa yes when we're in the store tofurkey is the word that phil comes up with actually i will grow i will i will go and grab go and grab some tofurkey and wag it. Hot dogs. <laughs> and I will wag them in her face. Championing the, it has the to be done. prowess of tofurkey. And I personally have had tofurkey and I don't like it. But nothing against the tofurkey people. That's just a mere personal thing. Because I champion their happiness and their ability to make it. It's excellent. I'm glad they're making an alternative. It's yummy to most people. Now, some of the other vegetarian options would be things like, um, uh, what's that stuff called? I'm blanking. 
Starts with a T. Tempe. Tempe, yeah. I like that stuff. He never, ever remembers the name of it, though. Phil, you are bad at this. I always want to say tahini. Yes, and it's not tahini. Or tofurkey. It's tempeh. You want to say tofurkey about everything. Dude. I know, I, I know do. do. I like that. It just trips off the tongue. It does indeed. Tofurkey. Like the word blubber. Blubber. Or flubber. Yeah, but that's not a vegetarian option. How do you know flubber isn't vegetarian? I don't think it's edible. But it would be vegetarian because it's made of rubber and that's from trees, right? It's flying rubber. That's true. So we don't know where the flying part comes from. Right. There could be an organic component. Yeah. but And blubber is definitely organic, and that is not... Is rubber organic? It, the real rubber comes from a tree, yes. and I would imagine that that's considered to be organic, Yes, right? it is. I th I, well, no, I mean, it depends on whether it's grown without pesticides and crab, so... I don't mean that kind of organic. I mean organic as opposed to... Actually grown in the ground yeah. as opposed to manufactured, then yes. Yes, it is that kind of organic. We need some more definitions here, people, on organic. That is just driving me nuts. I know. And can I say that organic things should not have genetic, genetically modified organisms in the, in it? Here we go. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Seriously, should not. Well, I don't like to think about my food having any organisms in them. I mean, I accept it. There's things all over us hey, and all over the world. Your yogurt has organisms in it. I know. Your eyelashes have organisms I in them. I am organisms. Yeah. I am an organism. Yes, we are. But I don't want genetically modified crap in anything of mine until they prove to me that it's safe. Well, that just makes you a fucking hippie liberal, you know. Well. And if that's the label you want to wear, then... I ain't no hippie. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> We still have a couple minutes left. Is there anything um, you'd like to share about your week? What was that? I'm making little farting noises <laughs> into the microphone. <laughs> and I name it Betty White. Ah, this is something that the um, Phil and Rita uh, household does. When there is any type of expelling of um, gas or... From the dog. From the dog or from the lips of the humans. You know, the artificial fart way. under the arm or something. Yes. If there's any type of um, foul sound... We like to give it, um, we like to, to uh, Imagine, attribute it. Right. Imagine who might have cut that fart. Yes. And, and they have been numerous and interesting. It's a great game to play around the house. It is. And around the fireside. It is quite, quite, quite charming and, and... Especially with wine. Illustrative. Yes, and especially when you have animals involved, because um, they don't understand. <laughs> they don't know yeah. how to play the game. Yeah. So you can make it up for them. Yeah, if you if you make, um, I, I don't know, at our house, uh, when we make artificial um, fart noises, the dog gets very, very curious and puzzled. And our last dog used to come running towards us when we'd do it. And then, Unless she wouldn't, she wouldn't run away, because she would also run away. Well, this dog runs away. Yeah. And and when? Oh no, it was the sneezes. She would right. either run toward you or run away with the sneezes. But with the artificial farting noises, she would run toward right. you. She liked which, it. Which 
garnered her the name Lady Garbanzo. Right. For a while. And she was, and if you punctuated Lady Garbanzo with a, a mouth fart noise, she was thrilled. Right. She was absolutely thrilled. And I was, I felt it was my duty to thrill her in such a way regularly. So. And I this did. dog, if he pops one accidentally, he 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 jumps up. He leaps from where he and is, and then he looks behind him. Like who who is besmirching completely me? Completely offended. Yes. and then he runs away, and he usually looks at me like I did it, but <laughs> I don't. Uh huh. Um, yeah. No, he, he never does it. He 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 shoots him out all the time. Uh-huh, and I just wish yeah. he'd accept it. <sighs> and should a guest. Or someone happened to um, to uh, to expel some gaseous material. The dog then looks at them like, "What the hell?" and runs away. Right. His his home has been sullied. Yes. And I am I am going to drink some more water now. Thank you. And with that, I should probably tell you that it's about time to wrap up another episode of Prehensel and Gretel. Can you believe it? I don't know if that was Prehensel or Gretel, but it was one of them. Well, you can be Gretel today. Okay. I'll be Gretel next time. All right. All right. I want to see the long blonde braids of Gretel. I'll start working on those right now. Okay. (laughs) Well, you've made it to the end. The Prehensel and Gretel show welcomes your comments and questions. Send us a note. Tell us what you're thinking. Our email address is comments at prehenselandgretel.com. Thanks for listening.